0: Now we have our Gospel reading for tonight, which is from the Gospel of Matthew chapter 28. It's the last verses of Matthew's Gospel. So Jesus has raised. It's the evening of Easter Sunday. And so here we go with the last verses of Matthew's Gospel, beginning with verse 16. And we can stay seated for this. It says, Now the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. To the end of the age. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. There's so much here in just four verses, right? We have this incredible sight, this incredible resurrection account of Jesus meeting his disciples, and we have what has become known as the Great Commission at the center of this of Jesus sending the disciples out. But I love so much of, of this verse that I feel like the others don't get as great of a title as the Great Commission. So I've taken some liberties in giving the rest of them some titles, if you'll follow me a little bit. The first thing that we hear Jesus say after he has met his disciples on the mountain, after he has come to Galilee, he's raised from the dead, When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And I love that Matthew includes that in there. Some are a little skeptical. They're not quite sure what to think, not quite sure what to believe. And yet Jesus comes among them and does what I like to call the great affirmation, we'll call the first time. right? He affirms who he is. It's that Jesus is exactly who he says he is. Right? All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. It's the first thing Jesus says. It's a reminder to his disciples that Jesus is exactly who he says he is. And then we have this great commission. And the thing that I love about this, but has been uh, the new thing I learned this week, is that when you look at uh, the great commission as it's Translated. Can we go back a slide so we have the, the reading in front of us? There we go. If you look at verse 19, right? Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We think of the main action of this verse is the go, right? Go, we focus on the call to go. And we think about all the places that Jesus is sending us in that short word, go. But when we look at it in the original language in the Greek, there's actually only one verb in this whole verse. And it's make. Make disciples. The verb go is actually in the uh, uh, tense where it's... Uh, called the present participles, if you can get a little grammar nerdy with me for a sec. So a a translation that would be a little bit more accurate to the Greek is, Therefore, as you are going, make disciples of all nations. Therefore, as you are in and going about your life, right? It's not like we have to drop everything like the apostles did. We hear this call to go, therefore, to all nations, baptizing in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And we think that it's for only certain types of people who have the ability to drop everything and go travel somewhere to make disciples of all nations. But really, what Jesus is telling us is really just saying, as you're living your life, therefore, as you are going, make disciples of all nations. Nations. Making disciples is really about building relationships, right? I don't mean necessarily only making friends so that you can convince them to come to church, because that feels kind of yucky, right? Like, that's when when we have an agenda to our friendships, that doesn't feel great. Uh, But really, I think what it means is really just being as you're going. In the process of living your life, as you go about your days, speak, act, talk with people as though you are helping to make disciples. One of the things that I would have a teacher who always reminded us when I was in high school is he'd say that you are the sum of the five people you're closest to. Right? So the people that you hang out with, the people who are your community, the people who there Ultimately, we, we tend to be like, or we tend to act like, we tend to talk like the people who we're in community with. I don't necessarily fully agree with this, because I think we have some of our own agency in it. We have our own consciousness. We can make decisions and things like that. But I think it speaks to the power of influence. Right? To the power of the people... Around us, who we spend our time with, and how we act when we spend time with others, the kind of influence we give to others. So I wonder what it looks like to, in the ways that we act, in the ways that we talk, in the ways that we treat others, what does it look like to think about that as an act of making disciples, as an act of us faithfully following Jesus? By simply treating our neighbors with kindness, acting with kindness and love in our community. One of my favorite sayings in the gospel is attributed to Francis of Assisi, and he says, preach the gospel at all times, use words only if necessary. (laughs) Right? We're preaching the gospel, we're preaching some gospel all the time, right? With how we act, how we treat others, how we... Uh, embrace others or not. But we can share Jesus, I think, in the way we talk to people. We can share Jesus in the way we talk about people. We can share Jesus in the way we treat others and in the way we treat ourselves. These are all ways that we can share Jesus, that we can make disciples. Sharing Jesus is part of our mission here at Calvary, right? Right? Thank God, share Jesus, help others. That's our mission here. So I wonder if we thought about making disciples and sharing Jesus is simply acting in a way that connects people with one another. Acting in ways that are kind. Acting in ways that build up community. Acting in ways that build up friendships and relationships and community. And then Jesus continues on with what I call the great promise, which is, I think, what holds it all together. He says, And remember, I am with you always, even to the ends of the age. I think that's such a powerful promise as Jesus is about to ascend to be with His Heavenly Father. He says, Remember, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. And what that tells us is that that we don't do any of this work by ourselves. We don't do any of this work under our own power, but only because Jesus is who He says He is. Because Jesus has given us, therefore, as you're going, make disciples of all nations. Therefore, as you live your life, Jesus has given us these marching orders of sorts as we go through our lives act in ways that build up community, act in ways that share Jesus, using words when necessary, right? I think it's a powerful message that we can take into any situation, any relationship that we have, because ultimately our lives are about relationships. So I want you to think about something. And I'm going to have you just share with the people kind of, right around you. I promise it's not going to be anything like personal anything like that, but it's, it's what is your style? I want you to think about what is your style of forming relationships? And it doesn't have to be just in church, just in general, in life. What is your style of forming relationships? Are you often someone who really outgoing? You'll go about and you'll make the, you know, you'll make the introduction right away. You see a new person and it's someone you have to meet right now. Right, Or are you more comfortable letting people approach you and meeting people that way? Do you hang back a little bit more in relationships? There's no right or wrong way to form relationships, right? But we all have our styles in the ways we do that. And I think it helps to think about, as we think about this commission that Jesus has given us, Therefore, as you're going, make disciples of all nations. What kind of style, what kind of relationship style as we're going do we have? So just take a, a little bit of time as you think about that question and just share with two, three people around you kind of what what you tend to do when you're meeting new people. Do you hang back a little bit more? Or are you the first one <laughs> to reach out and shake their hand? Just go ahead and, and share for just a, a little bit. All right, I'll call us back. I'll call us back now i think I think it was funny. the first thing I heard, and it was as we're talking to people, we know the first thing I heard is, well, I know what kind of person you are right? <laughs> you know we know what the habits of the people around us, right the people who maybe share our the house with us or the people who know we know the habits of others right but it's interesting to think of when we're thinking about this idea of what it means to make disciples, what it means to just live our life in ways that point to jesus or that share jesus i think it's it's an interesting thing to think about how we do that and so um just a a, a challenge i would give you as I, I would say would maybe in the next week or so um try to think about a way that you could uh, share Jesus with someone who you run into over the course of the week. It could be uh, a coworker. It could be uh, the barista at the nest. It could be you know, whoever we run into in the course of a week. We never know who, who our paths will cross with uh, at some point. But I think it's important. I think the world can use a bit of kindness. The world can use uh, a bit of love. And so I think it's a wonderful way for us to live out that Great Commission as we're going something that doesn't really ever have an ending point just as we are going on our journey uh, to share Jesus and to make disciples. Uh, So let's pray. Holy and gracious God, I thank you for this opportunity to uh, think about our community, think about the ways that we interact with people, think about the ways we relate to people, to laugh with one another about the ways we relate to people. I pray that you would give us a spirit of boldness, that you would give us a a spirit of and a sense of your call in our lives to share your love, to share your mercy, share your grace with our community. We pray that you would continue to be with us and guide us, that you would help us to remember that you are with us always, even to the end of the age, and that you would help us to embrace that promise in our lives.